Good morning. As I was reflecting on the readings uh, for today, a story kind of popped up, uh, and it was an unlikely story that would have ever made a homily. Say that way. Uh, when I was in just just finishing up my first year at LSU, I used to come home, you know, during breaks and things like that. My roommate and I, on Thursday nights, decide we were going to go play cards at Bex. So we decided we're going to go play some Pedro, uh, and like we did oftentimes. We would show up, pay our entry fee, start playing a tournament, and be out really quickly. Two games and out. It, was, it happened pretty much every week. Well, this week in particular, we were playing cards, and it was like 7.30. We were already out of the tournament. Now, it's two college guys, 19 years old, and we, we've got nothing to do on a Thursday night. So what do we do? We're just hanging out at Bex, not doing anything visiting, talking, watching a little TV, until somebody comes up and says, hey, you want to play another game for cash? A little side game. Me? Sure, why not? And it didn't take long to realize that with our record that night, we could have lost a lot of money very quickly. Now, my thing was, I didn't know until I got in a little bit over my head that I'd already kind of said yes and I was kind of gambling with stuff I didn't have. I was a poor college student. Now the problem is, but I mean the good thing for me, and I think the reason why I said yes, was that I had this insurance policy that was in the room with me. His name was Dad. So just in case something would be to happen to me, and we were going to have, catch a bad string of luck, it was alright, Dad was going to bail me out. I hope. Now, like I said, not, not something that you would normally hear in a homily, but today's second reading, we hear about through one man, sin enters the world, and through another man, redemption. I don't know if Adam understood what he was risking in the garden. I don't know if Adam understood that by one sin, sin and death enters the world. By his one choice to disobey God, all of us were affected. The entire human race after him was affected. He probably didn't realize that until, quite frankly, it was a little bit too late. That everyone was going to deal with the effects of sin. What does sin do? Sin weakens the will and darkens the intellect. So it makes us weak and it makes us stupid. And this is what Adam's choice, Adam's decision, Adam's action did to all of us. We experienced a weakened will and a darkened intellect because of it. He gambled with our human nature. A choice we didn't want. A choice we didn't make. But by his, by his reckless action, we all have to pay the debt. That is, until the insurance policy 
dad, our father, pays the debt for us. See, through one man, sin and death and all bad enters the world. But through another man, sent by God, the Word made flesh, the Son Himself comes and brings salvation. Brings redemption to us. Today's second reading, this is what Paul's breaking open for the people, saying, through one man's sin, through another salvation. We as a, as a Christian community, as a, as a faith-filled people, who come today to worship Him, to receive Him, to be in communion with Him, are being called in, in a way to receive that gift of salvation, that gift of redemption that is offered to us freely through the church, through the sacraments. Every week, we're given Him, body, blood, soul, and divinity. He's offered freely to us if we would just receive. Every moment that a priest is in a confessional, mercy, grace is offered to us freely if we were only to receive Him. Now, why do we receive the gift of God? Like, why do we receive this gift? Like, look, all that's fine and dandy through one man's sin, through another salvation, but what effect does that have on me? Like, what does that do to my life? What does that change in my life? If I receive, sure, I receive the sacraments. I'm supposed to. What do I do with them? See, when we open up ourselves to God's grace, it's like getting a gift given to us. And all God's asking is for us to open it and to put it to use. Very simply. A hammer in my hand doesn't do much. A hammer in my hand, if I'm, if, if I'm asked to build something, it ain't going to be too great. But a hammer in the hand of a carpenter will build a church, will build a house, will build a table, will build something. When God gives us when God gives us His grace in the sacraments, He's giving you the tool. He's giving you, He knows exactly how He wants you to put those graces to use in the world. He knows exactly who He's calling you to speak to. Just to, just to invite into a relationship with God. He knows exactly how He's calling you to be a saint, to be a prophet to your family. To be a witness to your to your co-workers. He knows exactly how he's calling you to fall deeper and deeper in love with him. The graces that we receive through the sacraments are not meant to stay here. They're not meant to just remain in the pew and look, I'll pick it up next week when I come back and sit in my spot. The graces that we receive in the sacraments are meant to compel us to go out. Are meant to lead us out to be witnesses of our faith in the world. To go to those dark corners of society that quite honestly, we don't want to go to. Those conversations that quite honestly, are hard. 
those places in our own hearts that's full of pain and grief and struggle, God wants to speak life there so that we can speak life elsewhere. See, through one man, sin enters the world. And through another, salvation. But we as a Christian people, we as a faithful people, we as a family of faith, are called to let that salvation spread. Our diocese is going through this, this period of this quote-unquote strategic plan. And people have heard it and think like, man, it's, it sounds secular. Or this sounds like a business approach or something like that. It's the gospel. Forming us as Christians, as Catholics, to be disciples. To live a faith boldly and fully. The last words of the Mass that are uttered by anyone up here, the last words are very simple. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. That's the call of all of us, is to come to the altar to receive Jesus and then go out and share His name. Share the Gospel. Share the fruits of our relationship with Him. Today, as we come up this aisle, up to this altar, to receive this God, this Jesus, into our lives, may the graces we receive not be left here. May the graces we receive not be something that, look, if I, I put my hour in for the week and that's enough. But may the graces we receive lead us out into a world that needs the gospel, that needs Jesus that desires Him nothing more and just doesn't know where to look. May our hearts be transformed by the grace of Jesus. And may that heart be pierced like His and pour out love for all those we come in contact with this week. Amen?